0: to another episode of the favorite and fabulous podcast happy wednesday how y'all doing i know i asked that so often and i can't hear y'all so i don't know what you say but i hope y'all are doing well i hope y'all are fabulous actually i am because my birthday is in two days so i am just having a phenomenal week fabulous week and let me just say if you're not so fabulous today come here come here let me give you a hug come on stick them arms out girl boy whoever you are (laughs) and give me a hug let me rub some some love on you and help you feel better um Yes, because you are none less than fabulous. And even if you're not having the best of days, still give glory to God for those hard days. And I'm speaking, of course, from experience, but I will say I'm sprinkling a little fabulous on you today if you're feeling any type of way that's not that. Um side note, y'all remember when Monique, um the comedian Monique used to have a late night talk show. Uh, I think it was on like BET and I feel like this was like high school and y'all she used to she used to close out her episodes and be like all right take your arms and wrap them around yourself and squeeze you all just been (laughs) hugged that was like her closing thing and so take a second to wrap your arms around yourself and hug yourself especially if you're not having the best of day uh, the best of days so squeeze and know that you've all just been hooked, okay? Okay. Um, but speaking of middle school, high school, whenever that was, y'all remember in high, not high school, in middle school, and I grew up here in Baton Rouge. Um, I was in middle school during, um, down here, so we used to play this game called M.A.S.H., and I remember specifically playing it, like, all the time in my theater drama classes with my middle school best friend, Kenitra, and y'all Mash. if you've never heard of mash mash um is actually an acronym um but it's a game that like predicts the future so a lot of teenage girls back then in like 2007 2006 that era would play mash and it would predict um or or you have to try your luck at predicting your future so basically the acronym in MASH stands for mansion apartment shack and house okay and so you have different categories and you list your options one through three so for example you'll have like who your husband's gonna be what your um job's gonna be what car you're gonna drive the number of kids you want to have etc and even y'all side note we was real ratchet <laughs> we would have our husband name and our boyfriend name now wait a minute now everybody <laughs> know that's dead wrong but y'all this is how we used to play mash so you get to list options one through three and it would be like number one my husband gonna be chris brown oh y'all i remember when chris brown came out i was in the seventh grade child and Run It had came out and we was in class We was like have y'all heard about the new think of Chris Brown oh he's so cute blah 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 he's 16 and girl was like 12 but child <laughs> anyway so it'll be like okay my husband's gonna be like Chris Brown who else was popping back then child I don't know um and then my boyfriend gonna be it'll probably be somebody in class <laughs> and then so I list the three options for them etc etc y'all get it um But some of y'all probably know what it is anyway. But nonetheless, then you draw like this this circle. Like you continue to draw, take the pencil or pen or whatever and draw a circle until the person says stop. Once they say stop, you count the number of lines and that lets you know how to eliminate, um the options on the list that they created and then you'll get like one for each category so you might end up with your husband being Chris Brown living in the shack making no money and having 10 kids like (laughs) it was it was I think it was supposed to be like two things you wanted and then one thing that you did not want just to kind of change your look and while we knew that these things were not real whenever the results landed favorably or whenever it was something that you know we wanted like shoot you tell me at at 12 my husband gonna be Chris Brown and I'm like oh I believe MASH (laughs) MASH is predicting my future because that is going to happen okay you tell me something like that back then I'm I'm all for it like yes my future is bright but child if I would have gotten a MASH result that was not what I wanted I'd be like oh this game is stupid it don't it don't matter no way (laughs) but i say all that to say um the game really had us thinking about our future thinking about our lives and even planning out what we wanted so, oh, yes, girl, I want to live in a mansion, and we're going to have 10 bedrooms, and we're going to have five kids, and they're going to have a playroom, and they're going to do this, and I'm going, to, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be this. Back then, I fluctuated so many times, which explains probably why I changed my major so much in college, too, because, y'all, honestly, I thought I was a Barbie doll for, like, my whole life, and because of that, I want to have 10 jobs. Like, I haven't ever really seen myself just having one job, and so when it comes when it came to stuff like this I would always be like oh I'm gonna be a doctor and I'm gonna be a dance choreographer I'm just gonna do it all okay but anyway (laughs) anyway I say all that because like MASH taught us how to envision our future it taught us how to make plans for the future because if you say oh I'm gonna have this mansion then you start thinking about what do I need to do to get that mansion or what do I need to do to get this kind of job and just it, it initiated even, um, those conversations on what I would consider a regular basis. Because honestly, when I think of middle school, I can't think of it without MASH. We played that much. And, um, and it was just so, it's just so interesting to me how even since childhood and teenage years, how this idea of planning out what the future looks like, planning out what our lives looks like has been such a common theme. Like as far back as I can really just remember, there's always been like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we had career days even in the fifth grade and I had wanted my pediatrician to come but she couldn't um to speak to the class because I wanted to be a pediatrician. And it's just so interesting to me now being two days from 27 and the things that I planned um for my life are totally different than what has actually transpired in my life and I I I just sit back in awe of it because by this age I just knew I was gonna be married it's so funny because even when I was young like that I would always say like oh I don't want to have any babies till like 28 like so that. I, I'm technically still in the window for that, but I ain't worry about that right now. But I say that because. The things like being married by now, having a certain type of job, driving a Range Rover all white, like my toe tips, you know, (laughs) Lil Boosie instilled that into my little seventh grade brain child, and I just knew that I was going to drive me a Range Rover and it was going to have pink inside and it was just going to be all white. Y'all, what in the world? That, ooh child, that would probably be too much pink for me nowadays, even though that's my favorite color, but just, just envisioning how I pictured my life to be versus looking at what it is now it's totally different totally different and honestly if you would have told seventh grade me that I wasn't gonna have Chris Brown as my husband or have a mansion or be driving a Range Rover 10 years later or oh shoot that's 15 years later sorry um I would probably look at you like you lie. You're not going to tell me what I'm not going to have. You're not going to tell me how my life's going to be. I'm making these plans. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to get. And it's just so interesting how as I continue to grow, I realize that the the planner personality that I have started back then. It started in childhood. So even in present day, I'm still a planner. Like, I make to-do lists almost every day. I make grocery lists before I go to the store most of the time. They're organizing my planner, my calendar. I need you to give me a a reasonable amount of time before you tell me I need to be somewhere. I need to do something. And honestly, before I go somewhere, I need to know what to bring, what time to be there, what to wear, um, who gonna be there. (laughs) Like, I need all the details because I need to plan my outfit out. I need to plan what time I need to leave the house. You know, so... I need to know all the details. I need to know every little part of my life, every little thing that's going on. And it's been so interesting getting closer to God and becoming more submitted to him and realizing that I'm not running nothing but my shoes over to the side, child, like the old people used to say. And that is so much easier said than done because I can sit up here and tell y'all all day that I have learned and I am still learning to allow God to guide my plans and to submit to him and to die to myself so I can live for him every day because these are real things that I'm doing. But I would be remiss if I didn't explain the difficulty in it. And I know I've talked about stuff like this before. You know, it's so easy for these people or influencers or preachers or whoever to, to fill you up with all these good um, insights and and ex- explanations of the Bible and, and motivation to live out God's word and motivation to be the very best Christian that you can be. But what they leave out is the hardship in it, the, the difficulty in becoming less like yourself and becoming more like Christ Um, realizing that you have to give up your plans so that his plans can prevail so that's really what I want to talk about today what plans what plans what we planning what we talking about because honestly God has truly shaken up my life which I'll get a little bit more into in a little bit but I want to read today from Proverbs 19 verses 20 and 21 and this whole chapter is good But for the sake of time, I'm just going to focus on these two verses today. And so verse 20 says, Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. 21 says, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Other versions say it's the purpose of the Lord that will prevail. And I just... I just want to break this down a little bit because it truly exemplifies how we live our lives on a day-to-day basis. Well, I'll say most of us live our lives on a day-to-day basis, and I'm a testament of this, versus what's what's the real deal, what's really out here, what's really, you know, the truth in all of this. And so when we talk about verse 20, and it says, listen to the advice and receive instruction um, will accept instruction so you may gain wisdom in the future we have to understand that part of living out the plans that God has for us a lot of people like to throw around the scripture that says for I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper and not harm you to give you hope in a future Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. but we don't break that down even and I'm not gonna really get into that one today but I will say it says for I know the plans that I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper and not harm you to give you hope in the future that means he knows the plan that means he has the plans who child we can go we can go way into that but we can reel it on back and talk about what plans um specific to proverbs today but oh and side note don't you just love how the bible is connected like whoop okay but um so in proverbs 20 proverbs 19 verse 20 you know when it talks about listening to advice and accepting instruction so you may gain wisdom in the future we have to listen to what god is telling us like and receive instructions and i've heard so many times as how isn't how important it is to listen to understand versus listening to respond and i feel like a lot of times when we pray and we go to god and we talk to him about stuff or we you know tell him the things that are on our hearts and our minds we don't listen so that he can give us the next steps on what to do so he can guide us into what to do we we listen a lot of times so, so that we can respond well god no i don't really want to do that i don't really want to go over there oh god you sure you want me to do that you sure you told me you sure you told me to do such and such and it's like if we just listen to get an understanding then we'll be able to f- fully complete the things that he's telling us to do but when it talks about listen listen to advice and accept instruction, you know, we have to spend time with God in, in order to hear him, in order to listen to him so that we'll be wise in our future. Latter days, God will tell you what to do. He'll instruct you. But if you're not actually listening to receive that instruction, it's going to be very difficult for you then to um, fulfill that. And so another thing when it comes to like listening to the advice and, to, and accepting the instruction, this is where our plans start to die because if we're going to listen to the advice and the instruction of our father, we have to release the instruction of ourselves and the advice of ourselves, of our own desires, of our own fleshly wants. Like, you can't do both. I can't listen to God and listen to myself. I can't trust in God, but trust in myself, you know, and I'm not saying like, trusting in yourself like believing in yourself or having confidence in yourself that's not what we're talking about okay i'm just talking about your desires your plans so if you're listening to god and the plans that he has for you you have to understand that if your plans that you quote unquote want don't align with what he's said or where he's where he's leading you then they have to die like we have to understand and i know i mentioned this scripture is one of my favorite verses um Well, two of my favorite verses that I mention all the time on this platform, but Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9, that say, My thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so higher are my thoughts than your thoughts, and my ways than your ways. So if his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways, then his plans are also higher than ours. So when we get that in our mind and we understand that, it, it helps us a little bit more when it comes to like letting go of the things that we want and 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 leaning more into the things that he wants for us um but then getting into verse 21 where it says many are the plans in the mind of a man Manned. what am i talking about <laughs> many are the plans in the mind of a man but it is the purpose of the lord that will stand so what we want and what he wants you know it's it's his Purpose that will stand. So when when I'm making my calendar and writing out what I expect to do in a month or a week or whatever, I'm making out my to-do list every day, or I'm making out my five-year, ten-year plan, like they used to tell us to do all the time. I realize, like, I have to give God my every day. I I have to give God my five-year plan, my ten-year plan, or whatever, because at the end of the day, those are His plans. So if if we truly wrap our mind around the fact that we might have many, many, many plans in our mind, but literally the only thing that's going to stand is his purpose the only thing that's going to stand is his plan that means that everything else that's not his purpose or his plan will fall so it will be a a total waste of time for us to go out here making all these plans starting all these businesses entering into all these relationships doing all these things that we think are good things without consulting God or listening to the instruction that he's given us because if we do that those things are going to fall if they're not a part of his plan So I don't know about y'all, but I'm not trying to do any of the above business, relationship, job, whatever, without consulting God. Because if his word is telling us that his purpose will prevail, meaning everything else will fall, why would I waste a year, two years, 10 years, five years, 20 years, however many years doing a business relationship or any of those things that I just listed when they're going to fall if they're not in God's plan? So we have to get an understanding of the fact that our plans got to be his plans. Like what plans? What what plans do you think you have that God can't be included in? And if, if that's the case, then that's that's where the problem lies. Like we really have to go to God and ask him for instruction, ask him for advice, ask him for wisdom. And it even makes me think about Psalm 37, four that we talked about Several episodes ago where where it talks about how God will give us the desires of our heart, meaning that he will give us the things that we should desire. And so when it comes to making plans and it comes to um, starting businesses, relationships, or whatever... Or, or just looking towards our future we have to learn to ask him to fill us with the desires that he has for us because when he does that and his desires are then our desires we can move into the direction where his purpose will prevail and we'll be on the winning side of that if we're not taking heed of the fact that his desires and his purpose are the things that are going to prevail we're going to be wasting a whole lot of time doing a whole lot of things that are not in his will that are going to fail so it's just so important for us to fully wrap our minds around the idea that God is is sovereign and his authority and his grace and his love all those things are are what will prevail in the end so when it comes to making plans we have to even in a a a detail-oriented plan-filled world um where if you don't know your five-year ten-year plans you might be frowned upon we can't look towards the world we have to look towards God so even when we are looking around and people around us might seem like they got it all together and they know what they're gonna be doing but we don't it's it's not an opportunity for us to fret or to be discouraged. It's an opportunity for us to go to God and yield and say, God, show me what your plans are for me. What should I be doing right now? What do you have for me in the future? And to be totally honest with you, God is purposeful in how he reveals his plans to us. So we have to understand that He might not give us the 10-year layout plans. Okay, you need to take this step. All right, then take that job, but turn the other one down. Move to this city. Okay, when you move to the city, go to this church, and they're going to have a mixer, and you're going to meet your husband at this church. Okay, then when y'all meet, then y'all going to get together, and y'all going to start this business, and then y'all going to move here. And then he doesn't give us a playbook for what's to come so we can say okay God I know everything I need to do so I'm just gonna live it out and my life is gonna be smooth sailing like no we have to go to him daily we have to lean into him daily to get instruction on what to do and it's just it's so interesting to me because I um I started a new job yesterday and I shared a little bit on my Instagram and my Facebook about just getting the job and i said that i would go into more detail about it um in the future which i will but i had gotten a question just about like again how i got here but instead of how i got here spiritually really professionally and um honestly the the thing that got me here y'all was learning that god's plans are better than my plans i didn't have any plans to move back home to baton rouge I didn't have any plans once I did have to move back home to be here over two years. Like I was supposed to be in Dallas. I was supposed to be working in Dallas, living in Dallas, doing whatever I think I wanted to do in that state, and I mean that city, that state, whatever. Um and when God brought me home two years ago, I I I went through such a hard time when I realized that I was gonna be here for a little while longer than I expected. It was very hard for me. I went through a depression. I was very sad. I gained weight. I just, I was eating, I was eating in my feelings. I stopped reading my Bible and journaling. Like, I was like, God, who? Like, go on about your business because I didn't get what I wanted or what I planned or what I worked hard for applying for jobs on top of jobs. By the time I moved home, I had already applied for over 75 jobs. I was just so in, in such a place where... All the plans that I was having, all the things that I was trying to do to make my life what I wanted to make it, nothing was sticking. Nothing was was, was meaning anything because... I applied for 75 jobs, probably had around five interviews and still ain't get no job. And that was heartbreaking to my pride because I'm like, look, I didn't went to school. I made good grades. I got this internship, got some experience under my belt. I'm ready to work and nobody's hiring me. Now I got to go home. I don't have no job. I got to live with my mama. I ain't got nothing, no car. No, I just, it was such a hard time because I'm thinking, okay, if I plan it like this, if I go to school and I study and I get an internship and I get experience I'm going to get a job and I'm going to get a good paying job no 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 so then I got a job and finally and it made me realize I was gonna be here a little longer and the job wasn't hardly paying me any money so all in all it was just such a frustrating season for me and it's so funny now that I can look back on those days and just see how god was all up in it how god was just orchestrating the whole thing and how it all was in his purpose to then lead me to the job that i'm at now and i think that it's so amazing being able to see how my plans could not prevail because they were not in his plans they were not his purpose for me if i would have been in dallas or i got a job offer earlier this year to move to atlanta making $70,000 a year, it was going to be a phenomenal opportunity. But God told me no, he told me that it wasn't time to leave Baton Rouge, that he needed me here. And in him telling me that he needed me here, I decided to just stay in my current job. And I didn't understand what the future looked like or what was gonna come of it. Like I just kept working, just like okay, well, God, when it's time for me to go somewhere else, you will provide the opportunity. You will let me know when it's time to start applying for jobs again. And by then, I had applied for over a hundred jobs, over hundred and fifty jobs in like the last two years at least. And I say all that to say. when I started my new job yesterday, this job that I got came from me volunteering and serving at my church during the pandemic. Like, this job came because people were putting my names into rooms that I hadn't even walked into, talking of me and saying that I'll be a good fit for a position I didn't even know was open. I was offered a job after interviewing before I even ever applied for the job. I hadn't even put an the application for the job. And it's just so interesting how me applying for over 150 jobs thinking I'm gonna get at least one of these because my plan is to move here and my plan is to make this amount of money and my plan is to do this and to do that and to marry Chris Brown <laughs> and to do all this stuff like that's my plans. but God's saying no no just wait just submit to me just just ask me for my desires to fill your heart and then you just follow it out. You follow my lead and I'm going to lead you. You follow my lead. I'm going to open doors for you. You die to yourself and you can live for me. Him saying that stuff and me saying, okay, 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 okay. Literally, Learning to just give up what I thought I wanted, give it, give up what I thought I needed and learning to just follow him is what opened the door for my job. So you mean to tell me I applied for over 150 jobs and the job I got is the one job that I never put an application for until after I got an offer? Seriously, that is nothing but God's work. Nothing but God's work. But again, it's a testament to the fact of Proverbs 19:21 that says, Many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. It's God's purpose that will stand. It's God's God's plan that will stand. So any of this stuff that we're planning to do, like I'm just going to encourage you to stop, drop, and pray about any of the things in your heart that you're planning to do, because God is the one that needs to be involved in these plans. God is the one that needs to be consulted about these plans. Stop planning stuff if he's not in it, because I'm a a living witness to tell you it's not going to stand. Old relationships that I had where I was making plans to be somebody's wife, somebody's mama, and, and all that... They didn't stand because it wasn't in God's will for it to stand. They all fell. And I'm, ooh, I'm so thankful for it today. But it was painful during that season where I had to get over them heartbreaks and get over them friendships and get over these um, job applications that I kept getting rejected from. I had to get over my feelings on those things and my hurt on those things because I had to understand it wasn't in his plan for me. And because I was out there planning stuff that wasn't in his plan, it wasn't going to prevail. So again, we have to learn to listen to the advice and accept the instruction of God. It's in spending time with him. It's in listening to him. It's in learning to hear from him and just stop listening with the intent to respond, but listen with the intent to understand. But also stop going to God like, all right, God, I'm about to start this business. So you in or not like go to God and say God what is your will for me what is it that you'll have me to do on this earth what is my purpose bring those things to me help me God to walk in the will that you have for me and that's the way that the things that we do are going to prevail because we involve him in it not so that it'll amplify whatever we think we got going on but so that he can actually tell us what to do and I just think it's so important I could talk I can go on and on and on about this but I I think y'all get it now like It's it's difficult, though, because, again, when I was getting rejected from jobs or um, not hearing back from these dozens and dozens of companies like that was very hurtful. And then when I would get a job offer that was making all this money, but moving back to one of my favorite cities, Atlanta, and God told me not to take it. That was also a a little bit of a a sucker punch to my pride, but I knew that I was in his will by staying here. But you know what? My obedience came before I even saw what his plans were. I didn't know that the job that I have was even open. I didn't know that. The people around me were putting my speaking my names in these rooms I didn't know that stuff I didn't know how God was working out his plans on the back end all I knew was that I had to be obedient to the plans that he was telling me it's not time to leave yet keep working the job that you at keep working that job unto me that's all I knew at the time so I say all that to say we won't fully understand God's plans like I said before he's not gonna give us his blueprint and say okay move here do this take this job or whatever but even in not knowing all those details we have to understand that because his plan will prevail because his plan will be the one to stand that's the one that we have to get behind we have to follow it we can't go out here doing our own stuff just because we can't see all the workings that he's doing in the background you can't come behind the curtain. You got to sit out there. and You got to wait for the presentations to happen in your life. Like we got to get from backstage and let God work out what he's trying to do. And we got to go sit in the audience and just watch this beautiful production unfold because he knows all the plans that he has for us. And he also knows that his purpose and his plan are the ones that will stand so I hope this encourages y'all today um it's encouraging me even to share and I will take another opportunity to go into my testimonies about this job in more detail I'll probably do it on like an Instagram live or something but um not live so I don't know what's it called (laughs) IGTV that's it um I'll probably do it on something like that so I can share it easily on social media with the with my family and friends and stuff who I've told I'll share it with but I hope even just giving a small testament of of how God get, got me this job um, inspires you as much as as much as it has inspired me because I didn't know what the plans were. And it's it's not always easy to obey God when a, a seventy thousand dollar job is sitting in your face. And, you know, if you take that job, you can be out of debt in three years. Like it's, it's just amazing to me how obedience to God's purpose and obedience to God's plan will produce the fruit in your life that he's trying to produce in you but we have to get out of this habit from the seventh grade at least playing mash in the classrooms making all these plans making all these ideas of what we thought our life would look like we have to release those and understand that as we learn to continue to submit to God and continue to submit to his plans that he will he will prevail his plans will stand um, and, and I just, again, I hope this motivates you today. I love y'all so much. Continue to send me any questions that you have. Um, prayer calls on Fridays. I pinky promise to um, put a poll up this week because I'm honestly, I, I would be interested in seeing if people want the prayer calls on Mondays. And if y'all want the podcast on Mondays too, we probably can change the date back. So I'm, I think I'm going to do a poll for both of those on my personal Instagram as well as the um, favorite and fabulous instagram so again follow favorite and fabulous on instagram at favorite and fabulous underscore on facebook at favorite and fabulous follow me at veronique bailey um know for sure that God's plans are greater than your plans his thoughts are higher than your thoughts his ways are higher than your ways so trust in him with all of your heart lean not into your own understanding at all you do acknowledge him and he will direct your paths I love y'all so so much prayer call six thirty on Friday and remember you are favored by God and he made you fabulous peace out